The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. Talk back. And welcome back to Brutal Nation for the Tuesday episode. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the dyed her hair fiery red like the dragon lady she is. Rawr. Tammy, the dragon breath. Underwood. Say, Great dragon breath You're one. You're so mean, dragon breath. Dude. <laughs> I know. I wanted to get rid of the gray. I need to, like I said, I need to go get my hair Remember done. Remember the Miss Girl commercials? Like, I'm going to wash that gray right out of my I hair. know, because oh, I am so tired. And it's funny because when we went and had our meeting yesterday at the restaurant and I ordered, you know, my typical margarita, I was just like, she asked for my ID. I'm like, you see, well, but then I had dyed my hair too. So, you know, but when they, I have gray. She was being nice. She asked everybody for their ID. It was so funny because my researcher just pulled hers out. She didn't even wait for the lady to ask. I'm like, dude, she actually asked for mine. (laughs) It's a shocker when we're at a meeting and I don't drink. I know, dude. You didn't have nothing. Nope, I had iced tea. That was it. Yeah, I thought you were going to at least get an IPA because they had that voodoo IPA. Mm, I want to, but it's not on my keto dealio. Yeah, beer's not on your keto dealio. So let's go Although over. vodka is. It is. That's why I've been. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying vodka. vodka is on there. And tequila, too. Yes. But. So let's go over James. Because uh, this is the part two of the James uh, Merlot yeah. and Cynthia Kaufman, Kaufman right. case. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you have to recap this one. Normally, I can. But this one, was, <laughs> this one was so. He said, she said that I was so confused. Yeah, it's a very confusing case. So let's, uh, let's just do a. Brief recap. Yeah. Those two met because James was in prison with her former boyfriend. Right, right, right. And so he's out. She goes to visit him. They fall in love. Love. They saw each other across the visiting room. Flo- they almost actually like did. Almost like Butthead in the soup kitchen. Yeah, it's exactly that. They, she said, he's a studly man. I'm going to go visit him. And then they fucked. And then eventually, after a lot of abuse and a lot of robbing, they said, you know what will fix this abuse problem? Let's get married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's fix our abuse problem by getting married because that solves everything. That Husk- solves everything. Huscott. No, my wives were great until I got married to them. I was going to say, well, no, because your first wife's still great. She is. Um, I love her. Maritza is fan-fucking-tastic. Yes. She uh, is. Yeah. I love her. She will, you know, I would marry her if she swung my way. No, you wouldn't because <laughs> she's Mexican. we got to send her over the border, too. Shut up, dude. No, I, I, I do not I tell care her like that about all the time. that like you do. No, I don't. I don't care what somebody's racist. It doesn't make a shit difference to me. So, anywho, they go on this. Only way to put it is this meth fueled. Oh um, yeah, worse than the speed freak killers. Yeah, robbing and killing and taking advantage of people and it's there we go. It's almost like somebody wrote a drama about them with a comedic twist. Dude, yeah, because they are like the natural born killer movie. You know, because even Pretty though much, that was yeah. kind of like, holy shit, it was still kind of funny. Yeah, no, true, yeah. true. So now we're on part two. We're going to talk about the victims. Okay. So let's just jump into that because let's, we are running out of time it. for the day. Whatever, dude. Because somebody was late. On October 11th. Not my 19th, fault they changed our time. <laughs> whatever. That was last week, you Pollock. But still, we didn't change. They had, it hasn't been changed in my Don't car. Don't blame the retardation of your family members. 
on me. I was gonna say our stove clock and my son's car clock didn't change, <laughs> but I, I'm coming over Wednesday, so that's good. On October 11th of 1986, Sandra Neary, 32 years old, left left home in Costa Mesa, California. By the way, that's exactly where Maritza works, is in the ah, city of Costa Mesa. Wow. So, so anyway, she was on her way to go uh, hit the ATM machine at her bank. Okay. Which I should just say ATM because ATM machine was automated teller machine. I was going to say, yeah, don't say ATM machine because, you know, that's like <laughs> redundant. Well, she never returned. Her car was found in the bank parking lot. On, wow. On the 24th, her strangled decomposing corpse was found by hikers in Corona, California. And that's what, that's what I'm always telling my girlfriend. is a, This is why I don't want to go hiking. Because <laughs> joggers and hikers, they're the motherfuckers who find the bodies. I don't want to find bodies. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm not finding in my living room? Drinking? That's right. Dead bodies. There's no... <laughs> passed out? Yes. Dead no. I'm not going into my backyard to get a little workout going on, you know, and going, oh, my God, I stumbled over a dead corpse. If it- do not lie. You're not in your backyard working out. I do. I go in the backyard. And do what? I got my, uh, my, my, my resistance bands. I've got dumbbells. Um, I don't ride the bike because, and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest about the bike. It is very uncomfortable. A, it's like got a high seat. I can lower the seat, but that's uh. not the problem. My legs don't fit right on it. Oh. And then when I'm pedaling that center front piece right there that looks like a nose on the seat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hits my nuts. It's just uncomfortable. I don't, I don't Yeah, because like it. it's got like the thingy where it's got a weird thing for the seat because it's like bubbled on the outside. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's it should be like more bubbled on the inside you to kind think. of bring your. Yeah. It's just honestly, it, it, it hurts my it hurts my ass and it hurts my balls. Let's be honest about that. Honey, you have to have balls to get them hurt. I got big bull balls, baby. Yeah. I've got the biggest balls of them all. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's found by hikers. Okay, uh, Paula Simmons was 35 years old. She went missing from Bullhead, Arizona on October 28th. So Bullhead, wow. Arizona, I, if I remember right, is up uh, towards like, I think it's uh, off of I-40. Okay. Ish area. Uh, I can't remember the adjacent town off offhand. I think that's where it is. Okay. Her, her car was found uh, near a police headquarters. She was likely using an ATM when she was abducted. Yeah, near a police headquarters. That's ballsy. That is, man. I got to admit, yeah. as fucked up as these two assholes are, it's a pretty fucking ballsy move. Yeah, totally. I personally would be smarter and avoid the cops. Because, you know, I'm not a tar. You said Bullhead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's off of I-40. It's actually Bullhead City. Yeah, Bullhead City. But I'll tell you where it's at. No, I, I've been there. I just... Okay, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like close to the uh, California border, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so. All right. On November 7th, 20-year-old Karina Novus vanished in Redlands, California. That's okay. Southern Cal. Yeah, Redlands? Yeah, Redlands. Not the Redwoods. Oh, Redlands. I was like, isn't that up? No, but no, Redlands is like San Bernardino County. Yeah, okay. Uh, she'd cast a check around 5.30 that, uh, at night at her bank uh, by the Redlands Mall. Okay. So, Novus 
had a manicure appointment scheduled at a nail salon owned by a friend and was uh, supposed to meet the friend at a pizza parlor at about 7.30. She didn't make it there. She didn't make it to either of those appointments. The so pizza parlor what year is this? This, this was, uh, you know what? She didn't mark down a fucking year. The same year that they were killing. I'd, fucking, I'd have to go back and look. It's all good. God damn, the fucking women. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever, Scott. <laughs> she make me either. Okay, so Kaufman and, Kaufman and Morrow, that's Cynthia Kaufman and James. Marlo. Is it Marlo? It is Marlo. God damn. It's all right. Um, They were at the mall that day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Veronica worked. At a, at a deli there. Now, remember, Veronica was one of the friends. Right, right, right. Okay. I remember that part. Good job. Uh, she agreed to let them use uh, her car as long as they took her to work, uh, to and from work. Mm-hmm. Between 5 and 5.30, Veronica pointed out her brother and her sister-in-law uh, to her boss, and they waited outside the deli. That's, you know, so Veronica's the brother, sister-in-law. Okay, okay gotcha. Down. Cool. I think, yeah. That's right. I remember Veronica's a sister now. Yeah. Uh, when they were supposed to pick uh, Veronica up from work, they came in, handed her back her keys, and uh, said they had a ride. Kaufman explains she had asked Novus for a ride to the University of Redlands, and she agreed. So that's the victim. Right, Novus. right, right. All right. Just in case anybody else is a... Yeah. Follow along, fuckers. <laughs> Dude, it's a convoluted story, so it's kind of hard. No, shit. But go ahead. I feel like I should be uh, uh, waving around uh, like a, a schedule or something. Like, a, we need to like have the, this episode videotaped so that we can do a whiteboard. Yes. You know you know how they have the victim boards in yeah, the cop shows? Yeah, that's what we need with this one, because it's so yeah. convoluted. It's so fucking complicated. Yeah, have the map with the victim board. Yeah. See, Veronica's the sister of James right here. Yeah. And, uh, well, when you start talking about it, I think I was thinking, oh no, he killed his sister, but no. No, no, no. Okay. So, Marlo uh, pulled out a gun on Novus and told her to pull over, and Kaufman took over driving as Novus sat handcuffed on Marlo's lap. Hey, little girl, I've done that before. You've been handcuffed on somebody's lap? No, I've had girls handcuffed on my lap. It was that's a whole kinky thing right there. I was gonna say, did you handcuff yourself and like sit on his lap? So here's what happened. It was a great sex party of 2020. Okay? I was gonna say, was and, it the sex incident of 20? It was just in 2020. Mm, Holy yeah. shit, dude! <laughs> that was when you were married to your fit four and a half wife. That sounds right. Yeah, because no, of the look, last we, one. No, we we got divorced in the beginning of 2020. No, was, dude, I met you in 2021. We're in 2022. Okay, yeah, I right. met you in 2021, and you had just gotten a divorce. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish I would never. Go. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that was a huge regret. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a regret, too, one of these days. You already are. <laughs> Coffin says Marlo had selected her as a victim. Of course, Marlo says Coffin did, did it. it. Yeah. I was going to say, was a they? Day. It was her. Yeah. She would like say he did such and such, and she he would say no, she wanted it and did such and such. And you know what they and... really remind me of? Two little fucking five years old. Uh uh-uh, uh, Billy did it. No, uh, Mary did it. Nuh-uh, yeah, it's like he's it. touching me. I'm not touching you. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. That... Two little fucking brothers and sisters in the back of a car seat. Car. And, and, and I want to clarify when I say the word retard. This is for our listeners. 
Here's the thing. It's not good to call somebody who has an actual mental condition like Downs a retard. That's fucked up. Yeah. You save that word for your friends and people like these guys I'm talking See, about See, right I now. never use that word at all, but then we know me, my nephew has Down syndrome. But, no, so, I yeah, I, would never, I never use it. He, he's, not, he's not a retard. No. You want to know why? He's got Downs. Dude, and he is so funny. He's he's like non-communicative, but dude, he like he literally looks at you and you know does his like you know the uh, 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 you know I didn't mean to bark, but you know how (laughs) you know how I mean it's like he makes this weird sound, and I mean it's like he knows exactly what he's saying and doesn't understand why you don't understand him, you know. (laughs) But he is so funny. Yeah, man i i I use the retard for for friends. And these idiots like what we're talking about today, you know, yeah. like people who have an actual mental condition, I would never, I'll kick someone's ass. Oh, me too. Say, Look at that retard. Somebody's going to yeah. get bitch smacked. No, yeah, because I had two friends that literally kicked this guy's ass at the park because he was a grown adult and says, I don't want that retard playing with my kid. Oh, no, and I looked at him and said, oh, uh-uh. And I had two friends that heard him, too. And they, like, literally went up to him and beat his ass. Yeah, because that's, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. That's just, that, that's just like, you know, seeing somebody who's in a wheelchair. Stupid fucking crippled. No, you're, you're a dick. Yeah. You're dude, fucking useless. Yeah. I got mad at my best friend and my son who made fun of my dog when my dog couldn't walk because his back. He had nerve damage in his back. And they started making fun of him. I'm like, no, <laughs> I will whoop your ass. But well, check ahead. this out. <laughs> they both claim that need that that uh, they had no that they didn't have any idea that the other one wanted to kill her. That either one of them. So basically, the same thing. And I had no idea that James was going to kill her. I had no idea Cynthia was going to kill her. Uh, yeah, that's he worse did than it. the Carsons. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Fucking idiots. At 7.30 p.m., Marlowe and Kaufman brought uh, Novus to Richard Drinkhouse's home. I okay. love that name. So, anyway, he was a friend of Veronica's. Drinkhouse was recovering from injuries sustained in a motorcycle accident, and he could hardly walk. He was home alone, watching TV. Nor- uh, Novus had Harlow's jacket draped o- around her shoulders as they entered the house, right? It was clear that she wasn't there willingly. Marlowe told Drinkhouse he needed to use the bathroom as, as the three of them walked down the hall into the bedroom. No, he needed to use the bedroom, rather. So the three of them walked down to the bedroom. Now, in Drinkhouse's defense, he's fucked up. So he's probably well, going to pain medication. Then, yeah, I was going to say, but why would somebody walk into somebody's house that they didn't live there and say, I need to borrow your bedroom? Maybe, you know. Maybe he kind of knew them a little bit. It's like, hey, we're going to have a threesome type of a thing. But in somebody, that's like me coming into your house and saying, um, excuse me, I have these two people. I'm going to use your bedroom. No, you're going to use Jake's. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what it's like. It's like, no. Don't get blood anywhere. That's what I don't want to Anyway. Kaufman Dude, and- I don't bleed anymore. So. <laughs> Kaufman and Novus entered while Marlo came uh, back out to the living room. And he stated that they needed to get her pin number. So now he's making him aware. We got to get this chick's pin number. Oh, okay. So we're gonna take her to the back bedroom and get it. Right. Okay. That like makes no sense to me, but okay. <laughs> right. I gotta edit a couple of things. Sorry, because my researcher put the wrong. Uh oh. So why don't you talk first? And second? don't say pin number because that's redundant too. I'm gonna redundant the fuck out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> pin number is like pin. You're saying personal identification number number. 
So anyway, they had to get her number number. Her number number. Anyway, Drinkhouse claims he protested his place being used as a, in this manner and was told to sit down, shut up, and continue watching TV. I believe that. Which, yeah, I can totally believe. You know, he's all fucked up. He had a motorcycle yeah. accident. Not much he can do against these two assholes. Yeah. And you know what? I can see the Marlo and Kaufman doing that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway. Dicks. Since he'd already uh, seen Marlo's violent side and, give, uh, and given his condition... Like I said, yeah, I can't he felt defend like there myself. There wasn't so. anything he can do, including leaving. Because yeah, can't I've get been, up and walk away. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been pretty fucked up where I couldn't leave. That makes sense. So have I. Yeah, no, not just on drugs. Oh, but like when I no, me myself. too. Yeah. Because when I fucking broke my ankle. Oh yeah. When he complained that uh, that all they had done was bring the police to his door, Marla replied, "How is she going to talk to anybody?" If she's under a pile of rocks. Oh, shit, and Shinola, no. But keep in mind, keep in mind, I didn't know that she, that yeah, Cynthia th- was going to kill, kill her. But hey. <laughs> so Veronica arrived about 10, 15 minutes later. Okay. Marlo had told her that he had someone in the bedroom and to not freak out. Drinkhouse says. And... Veronica is Drinkhouse's girlfriend. That's what I'm thinking. Because it's his okay. friend, but I think it's a girlfriend. Well, roommate or, could or, be, too. Or fuck buddy or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, roommate, maybe. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a one-bedroom, then yeah. Roommate with benefits, whatever. Drinkhouse says You've Marlo, had a lot of those. I have. I have had so many friends. I'm, I'm a whore, that's why. You are. You are a man whore. I will, you know, <laughs> admit that. Drinkhouse says Marlo needed something from her from the car, so Veronica and Kaufman went down to get it and returned with a brown paper bag like those uh, from like a department store. Oh, okay. At no point did Kaufman appear frightened or ask for help from Veronica in escaping from Marlowe. It's a good thing to keep in mind, okay? Drinkhouse says it appeared uh, it appeared to be going along uh, that she seemed to be going along with this, you know, everything pretty willingly. Okay. The victim. No. Oh, Cynthia. Cynthia. Okay. See, I'm trying to get on the same page. It's like. Yeah, it's, it's, believe me, I'm reading it and it's complicated as fuck. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great one for my, for my fucking researcher. Pick, pick something that's so damn complicated. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing edits here while we're going. It's all good. Because. You didn't auto-correct. read through it in advance. Well, no, autocorrect got her. So it was correct at the first, but it's trading drink house for drink water. Gotcha. Yeah, because, yeah. It wants you to drink water and not drink house, right? I haven't drank a house in a long time because I'm a brick house. I'm mighty, mighty. I'm letting it all hang out. <laughs> you like that one? Because <laughs> you do let it all hang out. <laughs> I do. You've seen my ass more than my proctologist. Dude, I have seen your ass more than the law should allow. And then you get all freaky when I pull up my boobs. My boobs are way better looking than your ass. Just saying. Not a chance. My ass is awesome. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. You haven't seen it lately. Oh, my God. So Drinkhouse says that he heard the shower running. Waterboarding, maybe? We don't know. Kaufman says that Marlo fondled both of them in the shower. Okay. So her and the victim. 
Marlo says uh, she wanted to watch him rape Nobis, and when the idea didn't arouse him, Kaufman gave him oral sex. So once again, he said, she said, yeah, we're going to outdo each other. <laughs> so anyway, after whatever happened in the shower, Marlo uh, uh, exited the bathroom and uh, with no shirt on, wet hair, and proceeded to uh, rifle through Nobis's purse, retrieving her wallet and ID. Veronica left the house. She's like, adios, motherfuckers, I'm out. Adios, bitch nachos. That's right. Kaufman walked out of the bedroom uh, wearing different clothes than he went in with. She went in. She, sorry, she went in with, because, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> he, but, she, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that, that she went in with, uh, with Novus, who was handcuffed and had duct tape over her mouth and wet hair, which, honestly, sometimes you have to duct tape a woman because they don't ever stop talking. You like that one? Because <laughs> there's some people I'd like to duct tape their mouth. Man, woman, it don't matter. Sometimes a kid, I don't care. <laughs> no, that's true. I I've been in the store where I've sent uh, thought to myself, mm. you just can't duct tape them anymore. <laughs> I wish it wasn't illegal because that little mouthy little fuck over there. No shit, yo. I would duct tape his arms down, his legs down. I would hog tie him and duct tape his mouth and go. Now try to scream you little shit. Yeah, there's one of the movies Ouija board Ouija movies, and she like sews her sister's mouth shut. And I was like, dude, I'd so want to do that sometime, <laughs> especially to my sister, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy, yo. All right, uh, where the hell was I? Duct tape with hair. Kaufman, Marlo, and Novus left Drinkhouse's house, mm-hmm. and uh, they were on their merry way. Okay. Again, right? They drove Novus to a vineyard near Fontana. Fontana, once again, that's Southern California, San Bernardino. Area. Okay. Um. Oh, they drove. Drove there. And- Dude, he needs to shut the door. Anyway, they drove. <laughs> While they, uh, whoever drove there, there was a debate. Mm-hmm. Kaufman says Morrow uh, pulled over and took Novus into the woods with a shovel and sent her, uh, sent her, meaning Kaufman, to buy some drugs. Drugs! Mm-hmm. Marlow claims Kaufman demanded he kill Novus so he could strangle her without killing her while, while whispering in her ear uh, to lay still until... Until after they were gone, and you know, and then they could run. So he was strength. He just wanted to knock her out, right? Render her unconscious is what he's saying. Correct. On the way back to Drinkhouse's house, I can't even say that. That's I hate when there's double words going on, but on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, like Drinkhouse's house. You know, yeah. Just say residence. Fine, that works. Fuck it. Or apartment. Yeah, okay. Or orgy shack, dungeon. Anyway. Abode. <laughs> Commode. Kaufman asked Marlo if he, if he was sure she was dead. He said he didn't know. She pulled over and uh, she pulled over, had let him get out, and drove off. She came back a while later. They tried using the ATM, but the pin didn't work, so they went to Novus's apartment. Marlowe says he didn't want to enter. He didn't want to go in. 
because Novus might still be alive and the police might be watching the place. Kaufman told him, don't worry. You know, like, I got you covered. I got your back, yo. Yeah. I got your back. There's that nothing. <laughs> the next afternoon, Kaufman and Mar- uh, Marlowe returned to uh, drink houses. Sorry. Still. Still editing. I love this shit. Anyway, drink houses and asked if uh, if he knew anyone who'd want to buy an answering machine. Mm-hmm. This is the time of answering machines. So if you don't know what an answering <laughs> machine is because you're too fucking young. Must have been the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Way back on the Oregon That's Trail. That's before they had voicemail even for home phones. Yeah, so you had to buy a machine and you recorded on a tape. And just Google what a tape is. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say, like, hi, <laughs> you've reached the Alexander residence. Well, my best friend it. still has the tape from her dad's uh, answering machine. You know, it's weird. I think my stepmom still has the same recording on hers. It has her and my dad on it. My dad's been dead 15 years. Is, was it an answering machine thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's an answer, real answering machine. Wow. Anyway, they go, they go back to drink houses, and they ask if he knew anybody that wanted to buy an answering machine, right? Um, he said, No. So they left. They're like, I'm out of here. Fine. Yeah. Fine. We'll take our answering machine. That's with us. like a tube TV now trying to sell that shit. <laughs> How about a tube steak? Do the boogie. Do the tube steak boogie. <laughs> tube hamburger? What? No. <laughs> that little white trash hamburger you buy at Walmart? <laughs> this ain't no White Castle. <laughs> this is the Whopper. Dude, I love White Castle hamburgers. I'm just saying. At 930 uh, that night. Uh, the night before, after Novus was killed, Veronica Copper, that's the sister, by the way. Okay. Yeah, her last name is Copper. The coppers, I have to be. Man, the coppers. I'm allergic to copper. I'm allergic to you sometimes. I gotta admit. Anyway, she visited her friend, Irene Carden, and tried to sell an answer machine. Tried to sell the answer machine. Right. She didn't. She's like, no, don't need an answer machine. Yeah. But ultimately, this this lead panned out for him. Okay. Because Cardona later took Kaufman, Veronica, and Marlowe to another friend's house where they traded the machine for uh, a half a gram of meth. I got it. Okay, following along? Yeah, All but right. why would... That's a lot of meth for an answer machine. That's hey, all man, I'm maybe, saying. You know what? Just like why the Russian, uh, the, the, the gang of Russians, the, the Amazons, stole the remote. And maybe. the fucking curling iron. Exactly. And the fucking chicken drumsticks out of the it fucking It may have bridge. been the same answer machine that she has. And, hey, mine's getting ready to go out. It's the same one. I know how to use this one. And my tape will fit right and in. And my tape will fit right in. We're good to go. See? Okay. She's thinking forward. I like her. The Redlands Police Department was eventually able to recover the answer machine. When Novus failed to show up for work on Monday, her boss and friend, Jean Kramer, went to her apartment to check on her. Okay. Her car wasn't there, of course, but her front door was ajar as opposed to a lid. Yeah. (laughs) And her bedroom was just a total wreck. So... She called the police, who found no evidence of forced entry, and yeah, because they used her fucking key. No shit, yo. <laughs> she noticed Novus's answer machine and typewriter were missing. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. If you don't know what a typewriter is because you're too young, 
Google Look it, it up. Just Google it because I that's... still have an old 1940s Underwood typewriter. I swear that, that thing, those things were heavy as fuck. My my vintage less tall. My, my vintage less probably my weighs one. about as much as my typewriter. I think it's made with old typewriters and lead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, I love it. I but... mean, I can't hardly lift my typewriter at all. My son has to because of my shoulder. Oh damn. Yeah. So Novus's body was found eight days after her abduction. Uh, she was uh, she was missing a fingernail on her left hand, her shoes, uh, and one earring. Uh, there were marks on her neck, uh, injuries to her neck muscles, and fractures to her thyroid cartilage, which uh, suggests thyroid cartilage. That's what I said. Thi- you oh, said, said thyroid. thyroid. I'm sorry. I was gonna say there is no thyroid cartilage, big guy. In in my head, I said thy uh, thyroid. Oh yeah, but it's hyoid. It is because she put thyroid. That's what she did. That's why I read it. Hyoid. Yeah. Hyoid. It's the hyoid bone. That's right. I knew that actually. I know you did. Anyway, Which doesn't it. happen when you hang yourself. Just saying for Jeff, those people who believe Jeff Epstein killed himself. <laughs> yeah, no shit, huh? That's a conspiracy. That's an Into the Abyss episode right there. No, kidding. It didn't even happen to me when I was doing my autoerotic asphyxiation. Exfis- it's a. Yeah, well, that's a you'd have been episode. dead if... Yeah, that's that's the relationship one. <laughs> Dude! Anywho's, however, there was uh, dirt in the back of her mouth, which means she could have been suffocated. Yeah, that sounds like she was buried alive. It really does. It sounds like there was some strangulation, definitely, to break the hyoid bone. Yeah, or, or they did it like she was face down in the dirt. When she, you know what I mean? Mm. When she was struggling. That makes sense. They yeah. Yes, One of the two, yeah. yeah. Marks on her wrists were consistent with those of handcuffs. Makes mm. sense, right? Go figure. But sperm was also found in her rectum, but she wasn't raped. Oh, yeah. And if one, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> if one wants to believe Mar- uh, Marlo's version of events, it's possible that while unconscious from strangulation, no uh, Novus suffocated on the dirt. That's possible. But I'm wondering how she wasn't raped and had sperm in her butthole. That's what I am not understanding right there unless they injected it with a turkey baster. But still, you're violating her. Right. And that's that's what I don't. Yeah, that I makes that no one. sense. Because I would think that, yeah, just, I, I think we're all on the same page. Like, seriously. Yeah. I don't even have to explain that shit. Yeah, no. So, 6 p.m. on November 12th, Linda Schaefer stopped by the dry cleaners where, uh, where Linnell Murray, a 19-year-old psychology student, worked. She saw Kaufman wearing blue jeans and walking alone in front of the business in a, in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. She was dropped off. She dropped off some things at the cleaners. As she left, she saw Kaufman uh, passionately embracing a man. Okay, that's right. Like all women should, passionately embrace me, baby. Like, yeah, like Tammy's mom. At six thirty, Linda Whiteleg was leaving the health club, and that's club. how Scott died. <laughs> mm, but with the but with the taste of poise pads and uh, and cobwebs. I hate you. <laughs> Anywho, Linda Whitelake was leaving the health club gym in the mall when Kaufman approached her from the side. She initially agreed, 
but hesitated when she saw Marlo uh, and said she changed her mind. So I'm thinking, you know, to get her out to get a ride. Approached her for a ride. God, I can't read. Hooked on phonics. At 7 o'clock, Robert White Cotton. That's a great name. Murray's boyfriend. White Cotton. That's, yeah. That's a cool ass name. That makes sense. I wonder if he's black. Anyway. That would be ironic. That would be tremendous. That would be everybody's joke waiting to happen. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, that was Murray's boyfriend arrived at the dry cleaners. They had a date planned and Murray hadn't shown up. Uh, He was worried, of course. And I would be too, you know. Oh, yeah. Her car was parked outside uh, the shop. And the, the shop was ransacked and appears to have had been robbed. So he called the cops. Okay. Smart boyfriend, right? Yeah. He's like, hey, man, me and my girlfriend's supposed to be meeting up. Her shop's fucked up. Yeah. Get over here. You know, Hawaii 5 over this shit, but in Southern California. Book him, Dano. We need Steve Garrett and Dano. That's right. Book him, Dano. That's right. I like the newer version of Hawaii 5 That was fuck. It's funnier and shit. I and then they go it. to like marriage counseling. It's hilarious. You and I need marriage counseling. Oh my God. Yes, we do. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Because I'm the victim of abuse. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> At about 7.15 p.m., Kaufman wearing uh, a, a black and white dress. Jesus Christ. man. Checked into room 307 at the Huntington Beach Inn. That's still SoCal. Yeah, I, I got it. I think that's in the OC, the Orange County area. Um, she registered under the name Lino Murray. Murray. Okay. okay. That's the victim. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that the victim? And yeah. used Murray's credit card. At 819, a bank inquiry was made on Murray's checking account for eighty for an $80 uh, and $80 was, was, was withdrawn. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if she was reported missing, then a bank charge showed up. That would be yeah. a red flag for realsies. Oh, totally. Well, a minute later, $40 more was taken out, leaving a balance of $4.41. So they got that down right to the goddamn yeah, dude. nitty-gritty. Later that night, Kaufman checked into Compre- the Capri Hotel in the city of Ontario, California, not Canada. This is still the... Uh, and not Oregon. Not Oregon either. So not Canada. Using Murray's credit card again. At midnight on the 12th, they ate at a Denny's across the street. They ate shrimp and steak. I don't I know love why she had Denny's, to put that in, but okay. But I wouldn't eat shrimp there. No kidding, man. Denny's is the ultimate musician place here on the West Coast. Denny's is the ultimate hangover breakfast food. After a show, the only place that's ever open. Or Sherry's. Fucking Denny's. Or yeah, not, well here, Sherry's too. Uh, on the on the East Coast in the South. Waffle, Waffle House. House. Dude. Every show I've done I on the East Coast. I love Waffle House. Every show I've ever done on yeah. the East Coast. Waffle House. Yeah, dude. I love Waffle House. The best House. thing about Waffle House is when you after a show when you're there and it's like, I don't know, two in the morning or three in the morning, that dude cooking your food doesn't give a fuck. About yeah, anything including you, you. I was gonna say you order eggs over easy, you get scrambled. Yeah, he doesn't. I, yeah. I love that man. And you're like, hey, I'm still kind of hungry. Okay, no problem, man. Here's like 50 more waffles. As long as you sit there and shut the fuck up, we don't care. Yeah. Well, there used to be a restaurant in my town that the lady who ran it, she was like a cash only type establishment and everything, and you could literally order. You say, oh, I want eggs over easy, and she'd go, oh, so you know, 
uh, uh, over medium or sunny side up, and she'd just make them however she wanted to. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. She worked for a Waffle House. That's <laughs> yeah, she dude, she did not give a fuck. Usually you walk in and be like, just surprise me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Kaufman, though, wearing a blouse and a skirt, did all the ordering and paid with Marie's credit card. Mm-hmm. Marlo sat there uh, in his three-piece suit, and didn't smile or say a fucking word, which is smart. Yeah. Except you're wearing a three-piece suit to a fucking Denny's. Right. You're an idiot. Dude, why? You know? I have just gone. Why? I've I've been in Denny's looking like I was on a bender and I'm a fucking three-day dirty whore. And they don't care. They, they're like, so like you, you look want? now. Because <laughs> I am a dirty whore. I know. Thank <laughs> me. 3, 3 no. a.m. the next day, Murray's body was found naked in the bathtub by an employee of the Huntington Hotel. She mm. had ligature uh, strangulation marks on her neck. Her head was in three inches of water and bound uh, in towel strips, strips of towel to cut up some towels and bound her, right? Her head? Her head. Her body. Or just her, okay, her, I got gotcha. you. extremities. Because I was like, why would they bind her head in towels? But I got gotcha you now. Two gags were in and over her mouth. Double gagged. Once again, there's some people out there that need that. <laughs> like a lot. Her right arm was secured to her wrist like with a you. towel. Her right leg uh, was across the toilet, and her left leg was on the floor in front of it. Wow, sounds like she's a fucking pretzel. I was going to say, yeah. Sounds like she got some broken legs and shit there, oh, you know? Shit, a little dipping sauce and... Like she Bobby did. Joe Long's bodies were posed, you know, because yes. he posed them in some weird ass. Yeah. It was like, dude, how do you even think of that? We call this one the spider. Anyway, her, <laughs> her ankles had been bound, but most, of the, uh, but most of the duct tape had been removed. Mm-hmm. Her bra, pantyhose, and one earring was stolen. Hey, right. I'm just saying, maybe that earring, that's one that Kaufman lost. One earring. Could be. She had been <laughs> raped and peed on. That sounds like my Saturday night, actually. I was going to say, so they golden showered her as they're raping her. Yeah. That's just wrong. There's a whole platform of porn like that. I was going to say, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying golden showers are wrong, but don't rape her, golden shower her, then kill her. Yeah, that's pretty fucked that's up. That's fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I really can't get into that shit because that's just... I don't want anybody doing that shit to me. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, she had pre-mortem blunt force trauma to the head uh, and miscellaneous injuries in, in, in midsection injuries. God, I'm betting a thousand a day. Was still, she eviscerated? I don't think so. Two black guys because she didn't listen and bruises on her legs. A footprint on the uh, on the bath mat match Morrow's boots. Catching up so far? Good. I, yeah, I'm here. The morning of November 13th, Kaufman and Mar- uh, Marlowe visited Veronica and her husband, then drove to the city of Big Bear. Big Bear's up in mm-hmm. the mountains. Uh, they checked into the Bavarian Lodge using Marie's credit card again. Wow. Then they made purchases at a sporting goods store. So here's the breakthroughs. Thank God, because I want to be done with these two idiots. I'm t- just going through this shit. That whole Murray it. one was so. Yeah. 
It's they, weird. They I mean, I'm looking at you like a neon sign is what they yeah, said. Yeah, that one is like they had everything pointing right at them. They might as well have had their own show saying, follow me for more murderous <laughs> shit so we can get caught. Yeah, follow me as I go on a rampage, that, you know. Yeah. Our next site will be up in Big Bear. Okay, just letting you guys know that because we're going to charge some shit and let you know. Yeah. So the breakthroughs. The manager at one of the hotels found uh, practice signatures of Murray's name on hotel stationery. At this point, one uh, one glance at Morrow's criminal history and uh, and a statewide alert had gone out. They said, "Oh yeah, no, this makes sense, right?" Marlowe and Kaufman's uh, constant usage of Murray's credit card alerted the police to where they'd been. Of okay. course. But it was the owner of the Bavarian Lodge's tip that let the police know that they were still there. They're like, ha we found these motherhood. You're looking for these assholes? They're right fucking here. Yeah. All right, so then they get arrested, right? On November 14th of 1986, police executed a 100-officer search of the inn. On finding it empty, of Marlowe and Kaufman at, at least, um... They started searching the woods. At three o'clock, they they found wa- they were found walking alongside of a mountain road, wearing clothes from the dry cleaners, the one from Murray that Murray owned, right? In Kaufman's purse, uh, she had a twenty-two revolver and bullets. Novus's missing earring, recipes. Uh, I'm sorry, receipts. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah. God damn. I need some more sleep. Fuck this shit. God damn it. Me too. Let's go take a nap. You sleep on the floor? Bitch, I can't get up and down off the floor. I'll sleep on the couch. I'll apply you I will cuddle up with Angel, the doggy. She doesn't stink anymore. Do you wash her again? Jake did. Oh. Anyway, they found receipts uh, with Morris's forged signature and coins in the paper bag like those used at the dry cleaner where Novus worked. Dry cleaner or laundromat? I think it may have been Maybe, a combination. Well, it could be a combination. They have those. Yeah. They, well, they used to. I don't know if they, they still do. They still do at some places. Oh, okay. I've, I've used them before. Like, because I've had some things like uh, when, when I've been out and about to where I had to wash them clothes by some things that were dry clean only. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, works out great. Well, and my best friend, well, until I got my washer and dryer that's fucking amazing, she would have to go to the laundromat and shit to wash her blankets because she's got a big... King size bed, mm, and her they does. don't her blankets and shit don't fit in her washer and dryer. She can wash over here but anytime. Yeah, shut up. You only want her to wash over here for one reason and one. Yeah, reason no, that alone. is exactly. But let's it. not talk about it. I'm on not the going air. to. Just think it's fucking awesome. Just want to see it. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so they were surrounded. Yeah. In the room, more stolen clothes were found with multiple uh, single earrings. Ah, trophies. I'm going to get to that in a second. Yeah. Including one of Murray's. Uh, another one, apparently. Within hours, Kaufman led officers to the vineyard near Fontana, where Karina Novus was buried in a shallow grave. They immediately turned on each other with Kaufman claiming battered wife syndrome. And let me tell you something. This is one of my big pet peeves before I talk about the earrings and shit. You women, and I'm putting all of you in this category. Most of the time, when anything happens, it's always, especially if, even if you're just pissed off at your at your former lover or former husband, 
He beat me. He abused me. Us guys normally don't do that. There's some guys who do, and I call them bitches. Yeah. But- those are punk ass bitches. But see, I normally, because I was in a relationship with a guy who was known to abuse his girlfriends, and I looked at him and said, You will hit me one time. One time. And you better make sure I'm knocked out because, you know, that'll give you time to escape. Yeah, I, just, I, I hate hearing the women who said, Yeah, the, no. When, when the guy really didn't do shit. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You know, yeah, no. Like, it, well, see, and that's, that's but, what I hate too because you're crying wolf. So therefore, when it's really happening, people doubt it. But they will automatically side with the woman when that happens. Oh, he must be. No, right. granted, granted, granted. In this case here, James Marlowe definitely beating the shit out of her. Oh yeah, but I believe but she she's was doing the same. I was gonna say, I was gonna say she was just equally as abusive as he was. Right. She's like egging him on, yeah. being a fucking cunt. Yeah. You know? Well, and not just that. I believe she was probably abusing him on some level too. No, and I agree. I yeah. agree. I think that that, that, that it's unilateral. Yeah, right I think it was. You know. Yeah, it was give and take there. Oh, totally. And yeah. the single earring, uh, when I was dating a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, I would ask each girlfriend I've ever had for one of their earrings. Oh, yeah, because you wear earrings. Yeah. Well, not even to wear them because my, my ears are gauged. Okay, but why? I had a collection of girls' earrings. Okay. What does <laughs> gauge mean? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've never had that. I, I can't he, wear earrings, so. Oh, you don't. Okay. You know how big a normal earring is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So is it oh, like those freaking spacers? Those things are fucking stupid to me. You've seen a normal earring. I'm pulling out one of my earrings. So I'm going to take oh, okay. This here is a 10 gauge. Okay. I think I, that one's 10. It's 10 or 12. Okay. No, I think it's 10. Pretty sure it's 10. So these are... Okay, for people who don't know, this is kind of like a belly button ring. Sort of, but it's it's way thicker. Like a normal earring is like eighteen gauge or eighteen or sixteen or something like that, and I wear tens. So the smaller the number, the bigger the gauge. Yes. Oh. And I might go up to an eight. I, I used to have an eight in here, mm-hmm. um, but then I I lost it. So. <laughs> okay. No, because I can't wear earrings and jewelry and shit because my allergies. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. All right. Novus's car was found on a dirt road south of uh, Santa's Village, an amusement park that's in Southern California. I've been there once. I just can't remember where it is. Because you don't like I, Santa. I, I fucking hate Christmas. <laughs> I am a total Grinch. Fucking Grinch, Scrooge, all that shit. Even when I see department store Santas, I just really want to take the kids off of their laps and kick them in the nuts. I fucking hate Christmas. Well, I noticed that I hate it. Well, I haven't liked it since 2014 when my dad died. But um, I just hate the fact that they start Christmas in fucking July. Yeah, it's stupid. When to me, it's like, no, it's not Thanksgiving. And people who put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving deserve to be shot. Agreed. That's justifiable homicide. (laughs) Just saying, people. So... In spite of trying to wipe away the evidence, Kaufman's fingerprints was found on the license plate, hood, and ashtray of the car. Because they're that That smart. one fingerprint on the hood. No, I'm kidding. Well, we won't even go with your goddamn tube sock, motherfucker. <laughs> God but damn the it. license plate? Yeah, so she touched everything. Why would she fuck with the license plate? And let's say changed him out. Because when she thinks about you, she touches herself. Whoa. She touches the license plate? She does. <laughs> That's weird. Marlo's prints were found on the hood, uh, 
were also found on the hood. A maintenance worker at Santa's Village found a pillowcase with Murray's bra and receipts from the dry cleaners. Okay. A resident of Big Bear found discarded clothes on the property, on her property, his property, uh, including gray slacks with handcuffs in the pockets. Uh, a receipt and clothes from the Alpine Sporting Center where Marlowe and Kaufman had purchased them with Murray's credit card. Why would they get rid of handcuffs? That's just like, dude, those are reusable. They just give up, saying. They give up their cake, man. No, oh, yeah. Like, I totally, totally got over my kink of, like, you know, chicks that weigh 700 pounds sitting on my face and trying to murder me. Mm, cottage cheese. Did you really go through that? Were you a chubby chaser like that? I mean, you also you already like girls with a little bit of meat on their bones. You're not into that skinny, you know, yeah, I don't skin know. and bone shit. But were you a huge chubby chaser? No. Oh, I was gonna say I can't see you doing that. No, no, I, I, I got nothing against BBWs. Yeah, BBWs. Nothing at all. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, I prefer chicks that have a little bit of meat on yeah. their bones because chicks that are really skinny hurt. You all right there? <laughs> You're all right there? Did you drop your little thing thing? I dropped my little spiky spike. Your little thing thing? Um, you know, because, I don't know, it's just, to me, girls that are super skinny, yeah, it, it just doesn't do it for me. Well, not just that. It's like, I don't know, man. Don't they hurt? <laughs> and, and, and I'm not saying like morbidly obese by any means. No, 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 no. You know? Um, and th- this is just me, by the way. I'm not. I'm not making fun of anybody's size or... Or anything like that. It's just my preference is reasonably healthy. Um, reasonably, you know, have some meat on their bones. Um, but not skinny, skinny. If, if I'm seeing ribs. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's just that's just not my deal. Yeah. That's just not my, not my thing. Because then and, and there's actually a reason for it. Because then I feel like a total fat ass. Because I look at myself in the mirror and go, God damn job of the hut. <laughs> Fuck. Good going eating today. <laughs> you fat fucker. I wish I could remember how he talked, but he t- he had the weird. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel weird, fucking horrible about myself uh, in those cases. So, yeah, I like a little bit of meat on the bus. Yeah. Plus, it's, it's more fun. Yeah. It's a lot more fun. You know, I don't I don't worry about I'm worrying about what they eat. It's like fucking eat a yeah. burger, bitch. Well, that's like me and I don't like dating guys that are shorter than me. Well, I mean, a little bit shorter. It's not a big deal. Like. Two or three inches, but yeah, no. No, it makes sense. I'm not right? going to date somebody who's like five foot two. I can't do it. I would. I know you would. You've dated somebody who was four foot two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, maybe maybe vacation's easy. I just put her in the overhead. Well, and my best friend is four foot eleven and three quarters. That's hot. But yeah, I love her. So, you should see her next to my son. It's hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Marlon and Kaufman were charged with the murders on November 17th and held without bail and tried jointly. Oh, they didn't separate the trials. Uh-uh. Their lawyers oh. uh, tried multiple times to get the cases separated, but yeah. of course they fucking failed. In 1987, yeah. Kaufman and Marlowe divorced after six months of marriage. Oh, six months of this Dude. blissful marriage. Who could have ever have seen that coming, really, with their pasts and everything and the way it, it before they got married? Hmm, it's a shocker. Yeah, I'm amazed that that wasn't a, you know, match made in, that was a match made in hell. <laughs> when asked by uh, her divorce, their divorce lawyer, lawyer if they had anything else she needed Kaufman 
that she needed. Kaufman responded with, yeah, getting this damn tattoo off. Because remember? Yeah. Property of the Folsom Wolf. She had that fucking tramp stamp. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't have a tramp stamp. And I won't get anybody else's name tattooed on my body unless it's my kid. Yeah, because yeah, my son's or grandkids. Name, yeah, my, my son's name's tattooed on my body. Yeah, um, I'm at the one that's up here. Yeah, on I was gonna say, don't you have your daughter's name too, or no? No. Oh. No, no, I never got that one. I don't know why. Huh. Probably huh. should, because then I'm gonna, you know, then. Yeah, she's gonna feel like left out when you die, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put on my arm, Cassie the Love Muffin. Please don't. <laughs> that uh, would just be wrong. How about Hey Little Girl? No. Oh my God! It's always something with not with your daughter. <laughs> just sick with fucker. Fucking with. I love my daughter, but I don't love my daughter. Yeah. <clears throat> Harold Brigham, the owner of Sierra Jewelry and Loan in Fontana, testified Kaufman pawned the typewriter on November eighth using Novus's ID. Okay. Victoria, and this is additional testimony, by the way, that went into the court. Um, Victoria. Rothstein, an assistant manager at Taco Bell on Pacific Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, testified that early in November, after Novus's death, but before Murray's, a woman came came up and started shaking the door after the restaurant was closed. When she was informed that the restaurant was closed, she st- she started swearing, and only left when told when uh, she was told that the police were going to be called. She identified uh, Kaufman from the picture in a lineup. The next day, she found a bag near the dumpster with Kaufman and Novus's driver's licenses. Novus's check and bank card, along with identification papers for Marlowe. Hey, you guys forget something in the bag? Dumbasses. (laughs) That's like all sorts of stupid Sergeant Fitzmaurice. I love that name. Dude, that is like... That's his whole last name. This Fitzmaurice. Oh, I thought your first name Fitz, last no, name Maurice. No, Fitzmaurice. That's wow. It's all one fucking word. That's how I'm impressed. Wow. Dissified while in police custody, Marlowe told him Novus's murder was a 50-50 thing. And Kaufman had, quote, got the ball rolling. Kaufman's testimony... Uh, on the stand, conflicted with those she gave to the police officers, though. She never mentioned to them uh, being beaten and had, in fact, said Marlowe, quote, wasn't mean to her at all. Okay. (laughs) I told you it gets more convoluted as we go on. Yeah. So on the stand, she's saying how abusive he was. (laughs) No, 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 no. On the on on the stand, he wasn't abusive at all. Oh, so she told the police that he was abusive, but then she testified that he was a nice, sweet as pie. You got it. But I want a divorce and got rid of the tattoo. Tramp stamp off of my ass. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Robin Long testified she met Kaufman in, in the San Bernardino County Jail. Kaufman told her killing no, Novus felt, quote, really good and that they had taken her watch earrings and makeup. She never said anything about Morrow beating her or that she only went along with it to protect her son. Okay. Deputy, I love the names of these cops. These are great. These are strong names, by the way. 
the, the, no, I'm not even joking this time. Deputy Blaine Proctor. Like, I'm afraid of this deputy already just by the name. Yeah. That name says that this guy here can kick my fucking ass by just looking at me. And give you a prostate exam at the same time. Shit, yeah. This, this, is, this is a hardcore dude. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, he was working at the courthouse security, doing security there, during September and October of 87. While preparing inmates for transfer to the courthouse, Kaufman left her uh, holding cell. Deputy Blaine found her outside Morrow's cell. Get ready for this. Giving him oral sex. So apparently giving him one last blowjob was of the utmost importance before going to court. I'm going to court, but let me suck some dick. Dude, but that reminds me of uh, Fernandez and Beck. Because after they were convicted in New York in the courtroom, she turned to him and gave him a big kiss. It was huge in the media. Yeah. 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 I don't, it was called the courtroom well, kiss. You know, in her defense, and this isn't just me being a perv, maybe she was addicted to giving head. I've dated chicks like that. that that's their... Oh, that's my thing. That, that, that's I'm not going to lie. I love it. I've dated several chicks. That's, that's what really gets them off. It's like, mm-hmm. if they give head, like, you can do anything in the world to them. You know, and you can try as hard, and that's not going to really get them where they want to go. Mm-hmm. But if they give you head, they're like, oh, my God, that was fucking fantastic. Like, Dude, that's I'm weird. just saying for any of my future boyfriends out there, going to let you know right now, if you play with my boobs right, sometimes it works. That's why when we go out of town in May, we're all getting fucking separate rooms. We're not sharing that one room. Dude, we all need, no, we all need to have that one room because we won't be sleeping in it at night. This is for a different podcast. This is yes. nothing weird sexy or no. anything like that. It's for a podcast. <laughs> no, we're not. This is not our relationship Wait podcast we're talking about. Wait a minute. Scott's doing like porn podcasts and having yeah. orgies? No, this is business. Yeah, man. we are. <laughs> I hate you so All much. All five. And when I get somebody six. Dude, that's a party. <laughs> oh, my God. I need drugs. Jesus. I'm going to finish this one up just so I can go get some drugs. Let's do it. So, <laughs> Psychologist Michael Kenia uh, testified that his opinion was that Kaufman exaggerated her sy- symptoms, perhaps uh, malingering and was not suffering from PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did meet most of the criteria for antisocial, uh, antisocial personality disorder. Multiple other witnesses testified Marlowe and Kaufman appeared to have a fairly normal relationship. They never saw cuts or bruises, or or even when she was wearing a, on her even when she was wearing a bikini. Okay. So on August thirtieth of eighty nine, they were both convicted and sentenced to death. Kaufman became the first woman to receive the death penalty in the state of California uh, since it was reinstated. On in nineteen seventies. That sounds right. 1972 is when it was uh, abolished. Abolished, and then I think in 77. <laughs> I, th- I was just thinking the 77 yeah. or 78, somewhere right around there. Yeah. On August 20th, of 2004, Kaufman and Marlowe's lawyers appealed the sentence, claiming their clients' cases should have been tried separately and not jointly. Kaufman's lawyer claimed that she should not have been given that death sentence because she was less culpable. It sounds like she was equally involved. She was. It's another one of those things. I'm a beaten spouse. I'm abused. It's the same bullshit. Yeah. It wasn't me that killed these people. I had Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it's just the same bullshit. Anyway, 
California Supreme Court Justice Catherine Wedger, what, Wed, Wediger, W E D E G A R, Wediger, W E D E G A R. That sounds like Wedger. Okay, we'll go with that. Upheld the death sentence and stated that Kaufman, 24 years old at the time of the offense, was found by the jury to have committed murders and to have engaged in uh, in the charged felonies with the intent to kill or aid and abed or aid and or abed Marlowe in killing the victims. It's a bet, by the way. A bet. I knew that. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just batting a thousand. <laughs> you kind of are. I should just let you guys do this shit. And just, I'll just produce it all. Fuck me. The injury was not, uh, uh, the jury was not persuaded that Kaufman suffered from such psychological abuse or emotional or, or psychological oppression yeah. or physical abuse, anything like that. Yeah, uh, and I don't think it would have been different whether they were tried together or separately. Right. Yeah. Um, as to warrant a sentence less than death. Yeah, Contrary to Kaufman's argument, the offenses here were of at the uh, of at most uh, of an at most serious nature, and her sentence clearly benefits her personal culpability. Mm-hmm. Okay, so final thoughts. Thank God we're almost done with these two idiots. Because I I enjoy what we do, I really do. But these two would just get on my nerves just reading it. It's just goddamn. There are some that get on my nerves when I'm reading it too, and I'm just like, seriously, I'm over here just twitching and shit. Yeah, it's like, Go, huh. I'm 20 years clean in May, but I might fall off the wagon just reading these <laughs> no fuckers. Shit. Yeah, there's some that's like, no, dude, they don't even warrant an honorable mention. <laughs> oh shit. So, in regards to Kaufman's claims of battered wife syndrome, it's clear. Mm, sorry, I have the burps. So they have never. They're still alive. I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm assuming. Yeah, because if you're in your final thoughts, that's telling me that. Yeah. I'll have to look it up now. It's clear that they had uh, a tremendous relationship. And yes, domestic violence was involved. However, I believe Kaufman exaggerated the level in hopes of getting a lesser sentence. I think Kaufman exaggerated the fact that she wasn't involved in it. Oh, totally. Because I believe that she was just as abusive. Which no, I, happens. I agree. I agree. You know, I'll be the first to admit that there are some women out there that beat their men. So, I have doubts if, uh, if she had any thoughts about her son at all, much less his safety. Yeah, no. They're both equally involved in the crimes, regardless of who initiated the events. Yeah. Their, their priority was finding easy targets so that they could get their next high. We know what happened, but... As to the true details of how, we must keep in mind that all those involved were both criminals, active addicts, and in some cases, they were family. Yeah, I was going to say, we will never know the truth, like with Beavis and Butthead. Correct. (laughs) They're just epic. Epic. I do wonder... Uh, if now, after years of forced sobriety, if Marlowe or Kaufman regret their actions, or if uh, they only regret getting caught. That's right. That's it right there. And that's my Well, and that is too. a true antisocial person or narcissist, you know, the um, sociopath and psychopath. Correct. Is um, they don't have remorse for the crime they committed. They have remorse because they got caught. Correct. Yeah. 
Correct. So yeah, that's that's my final thoughts on the whole entire thing. <laughs> we just said, wait a minute. <laughs> Fucking idiots, man. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, it, dude? I have nothing to say with them because I don't even know where to begin. That's one of those ones I'll have my final thoughts in the blog because that's where I can put them. (laughs) Because I have to think, I have to like read through it myself and think through it. It's like, okay, I I think I'm following here, but yeah. Right, right, right. All right. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium. And wherever you get your blogs, just put in at at BrutalNation and we should pop right up. Uh, let's see. Check out our website at twistedbluellc.com and check out our uh, Patreon page. Brother out. This show's copyright 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.